Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friend, and welcome back to Above Par. I'm super glad that you're here in November and still listening, especially if you're at the end of your golf season. And what I want to do talking about November and thinking about our season ending, the official golf season has ended with all the tournaments that go on nationally. And if you're in that part of the country, I know there's people who are headed to Florida and Arizona and your season is just kicking in. But for the most part, most of us are finishing our golf season. And what happens is we start looking back at the year and thinking about all the effort that we put in, all the hard work and the practice that we put in and the caring and the trying and wondering if it's paying off. Is it worth it? Is it worth keep putting in all the effort if I'm not going to see the results? Right? It didn't match the amount of time that I put in, the amount of money that I spent on lessons or equipment or playing rounds and caring so much, thinking about golf all the time, and then not seeing it correlate to results on the golf course. Right, And when that happens, we feel crappy. We don't feel very good. We feel defeated. We feel like a failure. We feel like it's not worth it. And what happens is we want to quit. Naturally, our brain is like, nope, don't do this anymore. This isn't good. This is emotional pain. This isn't good for you. So let's quit. And what I want to talk today to you about today is just putting a little bit of a different perspective on it for you to look at it. If you're one of those people who's thinking about my results just don't match the amount of effort and time that I put into the game, the amount that I care about the game, I'm not seeing those results and it just feels horrible. So I want relief from that. And what I encourage people to do is before you decide to quit anything, before you decide to change your situation or your circumstance, I want you to like your reasons. So if your reason is that I want to escape a feeling, that's not my favorite reason because you're going to go to the next thing. You take up pickleball or you take up tennis or, you know, knitting or cooking or yard work or construction, (laughs) whatever you want to pick up. If you don't see the results there, you're also then trained your brain to quit. Let me just go to the next thing. Let me go to the next thing. I would rather you say, okay, it's golf. I know that I don't feel very good. I also know it's the the way that I'm thinking about it. I can shift the way that I think about it. And then I still want to quit. Fine. But quitting to escape a negative emotion is not my favorite reason for anything, whether it's golf or anything that you have going on, because you haven't evolved. You're taking that same brain with you to the next thing. Okay, so so let me talk about a few things to change your perspective on your effort and the amount of time and energy that you put into the game matching up and seeing results. The first thing that I want you to realize is that there is not a direct correlation between the amount of time that you put in and the results you're going to see on the golf course. I'm sorry, there just isn't. And if you're one of those people who has been able to see your results match directly, from the amount of effort that you put in in other areas of your life, whether it's work or studying or another sport, and you come to golf, you're like, what the heck is going on? The harder I try in these other areas, I directly saw results. So I'm just going to keep trying really hard and I should be able to see results. Golf doesn't work that way. Sometimes it's actually the opposite. The harder you try, sometimes the worse you do. I know this one firsthand for sure. 
golf is one of those sports where we want to go ahead and work hard, want to work smart, practice smart, make sure that we're working on the things that are going to evolve us in the game and make our game more consistent. But then we have to surrender when we go to the golf course and try less. Because the harder we try on the golf course, the more tension we have, the more pressure we put on ourselves, the more we focus on results, the less we are calm, certain, or confident when we're out there playing. And so then our results don't match all the time and the work that we put in or the things that we can do on the range. Getting our head around the fact that there is not a direct correlation between the amount of effort that we put in and how much we care and how hard we work and the lessons that we take and our results on the golf course, if we are not surrendering and getting ourselves into a place where we can play and take our game out there, being calm, certain, or confident, if we're trying too hard, if we're backhanding our game, like, come on, you need to show up today. It's showtime. If we're doing that, we're not going to be able to see our results. So they're not going to match. And that feels crappy. The second thing is you want to get your expectations in check. So what are you expecting to see on the golf course? What are you disappointed that you're not seeing? What is your expectation? Now, all of you listening are going to have different expectations, but are they realistic? Are your expectations to shoot under par every single round? Are your expectations to play well every round? And there's a couple different ways to get your expectations in check. Sometimes people say, I just want to play well or I want to play to my potential. Okay, well, define that. That's so subjective. You open the door for you being able to judge yourself based on a bad swing or a bad shot. And then you feel crappy. So in other words, you could play well for 17 holes, but you had that one hole that was crappy where you hit the ball in the water, you hit it out of bounds, and you're going to say, I didn't play well today. Because our expectation is that we shouldn't do any of that very ambiguous, playing to your potential. What does that even mean? Who defines that? How do you know what your potential is? Or I've had people who their expectations are that I should shoot even par under every single time. Is that realistic? Do tour players do that? Why? Why is that an objective? Now, that would be great if you could do that. But are there going to be times where you're going to shoot above par. And what are you making that mean? Right? So what are your expectations of yourself out on the golf course? Because when we have unmet expectations, we get frustrated. But if we're keeping our expectations in check, if we respect and appreciate the game and how challenging it is and and how it's unpredictable, and there is some luck involved and some bad luck involved, so when we can get our expectations in check, we're going to be less frustrated. That doesn't mean that we don't want to be a high achiever. We don't want to achieve great things. I'm not saying lower your expectations. I'm saying make sure your expectations are in check. Like question them. Are you saying random things to yourself? Like I just want to play well. I just want to have a good day. Define a good day. That mean you never miss hit a shot? And if that's the case, then you're not respecting the game of golf. You're not being realistic there. And the third thing is pretty little swings don't equal low scores. You likely have heard me say this. It doesn't matter how pretty your swing is, how beautiful your track man numbers are, how much you practice, how much you care. If you cannot manage your mind, your thoughts and emotions out on the golf course, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point. 
managing your brain, listening to this podcast, being able to get yourself into a place where you can take your talent out onto the golf course is a huge component. Conversely, I could say the best swings in the game of golf on the range and with all the track man numbers, if they went out and played from anger or pressure or stress or fear, you wouldn't see them, those swings. They wouldn't show up. They can't show up because right? those emotions are going to mask their talent. Unless you are putting in the work mentally, being intentional about what you're thinking, managing your emotions while you're on the golf course, getting yourself back into a place where you can swing freely and think clearly, it doesn't matter how pretty your swing is. So the question would be, have you neglected that area? I think a lot of people just take it for granted. Yeah, yeah, I'll figure it out. Or, you know, what I think actually happens too, is I think we have those days that are those green light days where everything seems really easy and people just assume they have it. Like, yeah, I'm good. Like I had, like, I can do that, right? Everybody can have a green light day where everything's easy. That's not the problem. The problem are those red light days. What do we do when we're running into all the obstacles and the mental drama and the thoughts and emotions? Do we have the tools and the skills to get out of our own way? So then the next question is, what do you want from your golf game? What are you expecting to see? How do you want golf to make you feel? How is golf making you feel right now? And how do you want it to make you feel? Because when we want to quit, we're trying to avoid an emotion. So what emotion are you trying to avoid if you're thinking about quitting? Feeling defeated, feeling like a failure, feeling hopeless, not satisfied. I ask you, like, what could you do to make the game easier, less effortful? How could you have some grace for yourself along the way with your results and the, the process of becoming a better golfer? Can you enjoy the ride and the ups and downs, or do you need that result? Because whenever we're in a hurry to create a result, a score, a tournament, a win, whatever it might be, that means that we're in a hurry to get to a feeling or we're in, the, in a hurry to get away from a feeling. So I ask you, what are you trying to escape? What feeling are you trying to get rid of that you need your results, your score, your golf game to provide for you? And when you can answer those questions, you're going to get a lot of insight into why you're putting so much pressure on yourself with your golf game, with your results, with working harder, trying harder trying to practice and take lessons and find the answer at the bottom of a basket of range balls. I've tried that. I've looked. The answer wasn't at the bottom of basket of range balls. The answer was in my head, between my ears. It was the way I managed my mind. All right, my friends? So before you quit, before you hang up the clubs, put them away, stick them in the garage or the basement to collect dust, make sure you like your reasons. And if I can help you in any way, make sure you reach out to me at Kathy at KathyHartwood.com. All right. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.